Welcome to Intuitate Radio. This is Relationship Insight with an intuitive twist. I'm your host, Is Extraordinaire. Marissa Liza Pell, medium and intuitive. That means I talk to dead people and I intuit. She's into it. <laughs> into She's it. into dead people. I'm into it. So anyway, <laughs> hi, Steve. Hi, I'm Steve. You're I'm becoming a regular. I am. I think this is about a month straight now. Yeah, I don't want to let you go. I yeah, know we started with a little tremor and then the, the scale kind of started growing. We might be up to like a 4.5. That's right. And you, and you know what? Um, you complimenting my hairstyle today really made me say, happy. It looked good. I thought you got it done. You said, no, I just decided to wash it up for you. Yeah. So that, I, I appreciate it. Kudos. Yeah. To, to so you like the, the hair today. It, it looks good. Good. It, it pops. It flows. It's nice and blonde. It's got the dirty blonde going. Yeah. Well, the highlights are there. It's just that How I have to. How did you know to... I was into blondes? Uh, because you're blonde. That's true. Yeah. Is that, is that a giveaway? Do all blondes have the no, thing No, it's actually the opposite. Really? Yeah, it's actually that usually blondes are into brunettes because blondes usually don't like each other. Yeah, brunettes nah, don't do it so much for me. Really? Redheads, though, recently. Oh, I'm Red, not into the redheads. Redheads, yeah, I neither can't was do the, I. I can't do the freckles, the redheads, I can't. Well, I mean, freckles, I'm not really all about that. Yeah. But the, the red hair, I mean, I wasn't really into redheads until I started dating one, and now I'm yeah. like all about the so redheads. Is your girlfriend a redhead? She is. Okay, because I saw a picture of her. She looks brunette to me. Yeah, it's it's like a darker red. It's not like the the bright, like popping red, like straight out of Ireland. But yeah, we don't want the straight out of Ireland. No, because that, that's when you get the really fair skin with the freckles and. Now, does she know. have a temper too? Oh well, yeah, a bit. Yeah, because the redheads have the temper, and so do Italians. <laughs> well, so do I. So we kind of balance you each do. other out. You do. You look like a little Twinkie. Oh, I, I got some fight in me. I'm an <laughs> really? Aries. Come on, let's be oh, real. Oh yeah, you got. The, when's, your, when's your birthday? April seventh. Oh yeah, so you're right. I, in I'm there. in the Aries range. You're right in there. So we got to get to the show because I don't want to talk about redheads anymore. Okay. Yeah, I don't like them. Well, it's not for me. More for me. More for you. (laughs) You can have them. Okay. Dell's in the studio again. Dell's back. Hey, did did you just apport here from the spirit realm? I did. Yeah. I did. Actually, 95. (laughs) Oh, really? How did did you make it here? Good? Oh, yeah, yeah. You you did a good job? Yeah, smooth sailing. Good. Well, it's good to see you again this week. You too. Thanks. I see you more than just once a week. So it's nice to see you in the studio. Likewise. Yeah. So your friend, Jason, last week, did he have a good time? He had a great time. Yeah. He had a great time. Do you Got think him. it helped him with Bob, Bob Grant? you think Bob gave him some good insight? Absolutely. I think uh, Bob always uh, has uh, interesting angles uh, that he views things from. So I learn something every time. Yeah. I think we all do. Bob Grant should just come in spirit as, as much as he can. I don't think I could ever meet him in person. It would totally like ruin it for me. Yeah, I, I wish I was Bob Grant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you want to be Bob Grant. I, I, do. I do. Well, you never told me I that. Do. Yeah, I have a poster of him over my bed. <laughs> wow. Yeah, autographed. Do you have the six foot cut out? Not yet. Not yet. Um, maybe maybe when my birthday comes. Uh, All right. It's coming soon because mm-hmm. you are a Scorpio. Yeah, can we not talk about that? Why? Because you're going to make a big deal out of it. About Scorpio people? No, my birthday. No, I'm not. Right. Not here. Good. Yeah, but I'll make a big deal about Scorpio. Scorpion people. Yeah, are They'll you... sting you. Are you like... Yeah, are you... Do you sting people? Like, uh, does it come... Like, does the stinger nah, come anymore. out? I'm calm. Yeah. Yeah. But the, so, but the stinger could come out still. It's still there. I guess if, it, if, uh, if I go provoked. Okay, we don't want to provoke you. I won't talk about your birthday then. <laughs> <laughs> or my stinger. Or your stinger. All right, so we have this is this is a monumental Intuitate Radio event right now. Okay, we're making history. We are making history here. In the beginning of the show, 
we had Donna Drama and Stable Gina come on, and we were going to reunite them with their ex-boyfriends and make love happen and make see love. if it happens. Now, do you remember Donna's story? I do. I mean, yeah. I'm a little spotty because it was so long yeah. ago. You remember. You've been here from the beginning. And Donna got a lot of heat over the season. She got a lot of heat because she did not have a commitment from Robert. And they started dating. And for the course of quite uh, a few months, or maybe even more than a few months, they were hanging out maybe five, six days a week. She was there all the time. She's basically staying there. And a lot of our listeners had a hard time with that, had a, had a problem. A lot of our psychics told her to get out. A lot of our uh, relationship experts said if he's not committing, he's not, you know, he's not that into it. People were not happy about it. So I'm going to bring Donna and Robert on. This is Monumental Event. He did not want to come on to the radio show, but I bribed him with the reading. That's a good bribe. Yeah. Are you guys, Everybody has a price. Are you guys there? Hey! Hey, hey, how you doing? I cannot believe this moment is occurring, first of all. <laughs> now, Robert, you know what I have to say to you? I have to say that you, you are a man of your word because we did have a deal. We did, and I'm I'm fulfilling my end of the bargain, and now, I, so I'm here. I was a little worried if I gave you the reading first that you might cut out on me, but you didn't. You showed up. Uh, it would have been a good opportunity for me, but uh, yeah. I decided that I would be I would be an honest guy here. So you've listened to the show a couple times. You know, you didn't listen to every show that we've had with where we talked about you guys. What did you think about the season so far? From what I heard, and from you know, because there were certain segments that I was forbidden to listen to. So. <laughs> wow, you could didn't it make you want to listen to it more? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It, it gives me a little bit of anxiety. So I mean, I, it, I find the show very entertaining. No, it's 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 a great show. I um, you know, I feel like there's a couple times where maybe Donna got a little bit cornered, and uh, I was a little concerned that it might impact our our relationship. But it didn't. You know, she's. You know, we're very solid with each other, so. Okay, so, you know, our listeners, first of all, Robert, I, I commend you for coming on, and I want to know for myself, if I didn't give you that reading, would you have come on this show? Yeah, I would have done it, you know. Eventually. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're, uh, you know, you're, I'm happy to help out in, uh, in any way that I can, and if this gives your listeners some degree of relief or, <laughs> yeah. or insight, uh, I don't know why my life would give anybody insight, but then I'm happy to do it. All right, so I got to get to the questions. First of all, number one, are you guys technically together? Yes. Okay, this was uh, the hardest thing to come by for the six months, but you guys are confirmed. Do you guys have a commitment currently? Yeah, we do. We, um, you know, it's uh, I, as I've been listening to the show over the course of the year, you know, there's certain things that I... Yeah, and there's a lot, there seems to be a lot of hangups on, on labels and that's fine. You know, I, 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 my personal point of view, uh, when it comes to my relationship with Donna, look, I'll say this. First of all, when we got together, it was very, very casual. And I was very upfront from the beginning that I was not in the market for any kind of a relationship. Donna and I have a history and a chemistry and we really enjoyed kind of reconnecting. And I, I was very upfront and that that's what it was for me. And if, if Donna wasn't interested in that, then she definitely shouldn't pursue me, you know, because uh, that's really all I was willing to give was kind of a casual friendship 
and other things type of a thing. And you know what? I was on your side from the first time I heard that you made it explicitly clear that you weren't into like labels. You were just, you know, you weren't into the relationship. But once she got the drawer, yeah. Once she got the drawer, <laughs> that that to me was when things started to get real. Well, yeah, she was she was spending a lot of time at my house at my request. You know, I. At your request, and so it's like, hey, come on over, or did you guys just kind of gel? Hey, baby. She was, yeah. come she, on was over. O- she was staying over, and without getting into all the details, I mean, the, the, the basic thing that happened was we weren't really enjoying spending time together, and on the same front, there were other circumstances in both of our lives that kind of made it that she wanted to be at my house, and I liked having her there. So it wasn't like, hey, let's move in together and start a life together. It was kind of like, this is working for both of us, so we so we started doing that, and then it just has kind of evolved into a, a more solid relationship, you know. So, what made you finally? Well, first of all, what made you not, you know, wait so long to to give this commitment? What? Why did you do that? I just, you know, I've I've been in long term relationships. I had an opportunity to spend three years completely devoid of any search of a relationship or any kind of female companion. And I realized that it was like a really good life and that, you know, it was coming off of a divorce and another relationship. And I said, well, let me just give this a shot. And I, I really learned to love life as a single guy who does not like pursue women. I, I, I did. I was able to start following my passions. Um, I got really interested in film production. I started a business and, you know, and I spend most of my time uh, trying to be devoted to my 10 year old boy. You know, Donna came along, and she just, she fits like a glove into that picture. She likes this lifestyle. It wasn't something where I said, this is, uh, you know, I just realized we're in love. It's it just kind of like, um, it's just evolved. We take it a day at a time. We really don't spend any time talking about the future. We're very upfront about what we both want. And, and that's it. You know, I feel like anything else, any other kind of projection lends to tension and eventually leads to aggression and, and expectations that don't get met. But you did, you know, after she told you she was looking for that commitment, you finally did give it to her, right? I did. And, and, and we take it, you know, we take it as it comes, you know. We're, we don't waste time making tons of big promises to each other. I treat her with respect and commitment. And I've made it very clear that I'm not dating other women because I don't wish to. And Donna's doing the same thing. And that seems to work for us. And Donna, are you happy right now with how everything's going? Absolutely. I am. And I've been happy this entire time. The one thing I want to get across is the people that are struggling, because I've had about five or six friends come to me with relationship problems. They don't want to commit. They're scared what's going to happen, you know, what their future's going to hold. And, like, the one lesson that I learned was, you know, it was very, very hard for me to do, but I stayed present. I embraced the moments we had together. I respected his past. I respected his ideas. I respected where he was at. And I just, I stayed, I was, I've been, I mean, every time I've been on your show, I've said how happy I am and and I've stayed happy. And, and now I feel like it's come full circle and, you know, he, he's my boyfriend and I live here and we have, we have a life together. Right. So this is a big success story. And let me just go back. Can I talk about how you've changed Donna since like you guys have been in a relationship in the past, like how like you are a different person? Would that be okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like, 
I know, Robert, you guys were in a relationship for a year and then you spent three years apart and then you got back together. And you told me, like, this is a different person that I'm with. Like, this is somebody completely different. And I know you had some fears around that. And people do change, I guess, huh? Yeah. No, I, I actually, uh, I try not to harp on it too much because I don't want to make Donna feel bad about her past. <laughs> no, but the but change I, is, I, like, I, the change I, is I you, incredible. The change. It's, it's, it's enormous. And yeah. I think, you know, I would be remiss to say that there hasn't been a lot of change on my part, too. I think. Yeah. When we were together last time, we were both very, well, first of all, I was coming from a bad place because I, you know, was recently separated and I thought I was okay and I wasn't okay. And I didn't know that at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we were, we were so excited to be in this new relationship, the fears quickly built up into like, what's going to happen? You know, like, you know, is she, you know, are we, is she going to cheat on me? You know, and she's, is he going to cheat on, you know, and uh, what's going to happen? Are are we going to get engaged someday? Is, is he ever going to move out from his house and get away from his ex? And, and we just fought. We, it was very controlling and demanding. And, and I was, you know, I think I'm apart and I was, and he was the person at that time where he just took it at a certain point, you know, and, and I and I just kind of walked all over him. There, there was a, there was like sickness on on both ends of the on both ends. Oh, absolutely! Of the but Robert changed. I mean, his ambitions, his dreams, you know, his his honesty. Like, and that's another thing that is so important with the two of us. Like, we're both very independent people, and I think that's what makes the relationship. Before we would be together all the time, doing things, and and now that I'm like I'm living here, I mean, we keep each other our space. We don't have to be together every second. And then when we are together, you know, like, for instance, like, we just had to run an errand real quick. And now I was like, well, why do I have to go? And he's like, well, it's because it's, it's time that we get to spend together in the car. You know, like, we, we appreciate the time that we have together. But then the time that we're apart, we're okay. You know, like, we just roll with it. Like, whatever. If he wants to do his alone thing and go on the computer and work on his video production company, then... And I, I'm upstairs and I do my own thing. You know, we're very like, we don't have to be all over each other all the time. That's awesome. I, I'm really happy for you guys. I feel like this is a success story for you guys and for our listeners. And I have to toot my own horn because I predicted it and you guys both thought yeah. I was crazy. You, you, you did, Marissa. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. You know, as I've been listening to the show, the one thing about, I, I've heard a lot of things about, you know, he's not willing to commit and all this stuff. I think the reason this particular relationship is working in my life is because, and for Donna too, I think we both learned that life outside of a relationship, when you don't have one, is not a life of loneliness. Life is good, whether you're with someone or without. If you can share it with somebody, that's wonderful. It really is. It's a a different experience, and and it's amazing. But until I got to a place where I was okay being out of a relationship, I don't think I was capable of having something like this. I really don't. And that's just hindsight for me. That's just my story. But the reason I don't get hung up on labels is because I have made to other people and I've had other people make to me promises that I've come to realize over the years people are not capable of fulfilling. We cannot promise to another person with absolute certainty that we will never start loving another person 
or that we won't stop falling in love with the person we're with or any number of things. Life is too, life is too chaotic and it's too erratic. And, um, I honestly, in this time in my life, I don't think it's fair for me to turn to another person and go, this is what's going to happen. And I'm going to feel this way forever. And the only thing I can do is say, look, I care about you. You're important to me. I love you. Wow. And I don't want you. <laughs> no, well, no, I Did you say you love me. Wait, wait a second. Is this what's going down here? Donna's trying to create drama. Uh, so, yeah, because that, that L-bomb hasn't been dropped yet. That's okay. All right, go on. Well, let's, not go, let's not go into the, all that. Let's, okay. just use love in, let's use love in a very general term. Okay, general term, unconditional love. Let's, let's use that. Right. Um, wow, Donna, that was a reaction. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so, just to, just to wrap up what I was saying, yeah. you know, I can't remember what I was saying. What I was saying all was, right. all I can do is promise to treat somebody with love and respect. Okay, I think that's a good use of words. Thank you guys so much for coming on. And I wish you guys a lot of love, health, wealth, and happiness moving forward. And I, I really appreciate the fact that you guys have come on to share your success story with our listeners. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, for everything. Yeah, thanks for having me on. All right. We'll see you guys soon. All right. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm I'm glad that I was here for the whole uh, wrap up of Donna because mm-hmm. I remember when she was first talking about her thing and now to see it finally get some sort of closure. Do you feel I, relief? No, not at all. You don't. I, I still feel what? like there's a lot of tension going on there. Really? It's really after after they came on and talked about how together and gelled they are. I don't know. I mean, I'm no intuitive dating expert like you. No, but, I'm not either. Believe me. <laughs> but I don't know. I just feel like it's they still have a long way to go. Really? Because, tell, tell me why. Well, because he, Robert said he wasn't really into the whole commitment thing. And now after the longest time, he's finally gotten broken down to the point where now they're boyfriend, girlfriend. They have a label. That's, that's fine. But I don't know. Donna seems like she still wants some more out of it. So you're not believing that, that, that this is where it's going to end or this is where it's going to begin or. Well, it's a good start. It's a good and start. And they still have a long way to go if they really want to be happy as a relationship. But I don't know. What are your doubts? Da- like, what what are your doubts here? I mean, she kind of jumped at the gun as soon as he dropped the L bomb. That uh, that to me was a that's a that's a trigger right there. Why? Uh, I don't know. I mean, if, if you're that desperate to hear someone say that they love you, then I don't know. It, it's it, it's I don't know. It just makes me feel a little a little shaky. Now, did you? That, that's my intuition. Did you drop the L bomb with your uh, GF? I did, but yeah. it was only when I felt it. Right. When it was when it when I knew that it was there and when also when I felt it would be mutual. Because that's the most awkward thing is when you're ready yeah. but they're not, then it's like right. oh because yeah. you can't take it back. No. It's that's just awkward. All right. So you you're not you, So maybe we, we he's have, not ready. Maybe he's not ready and that's fine. Right. But you're still feeling there's work to do. There's a lot of work to do. Wow, okay. But and at least she has a little bit more than a drawer in his house. Yeah. So I So mean, that's a start. They 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 have made progress. That's good. Absolutely. So we'll leave it up to you guys, the listeners, to see how you feel about it. We'd love to have you weigh in. So let us know, you know, what you think. We have our special guest, Carl, in the studio today. Hi, Carl. Hi, Marissa. Hi, Del. Uh, thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, I have the privilege of doing our revenue shares uh, with you, and you're kind of, you know, one of the sales reps that helps us do our galleries. Mm-hmm. And I got to know you. Mm-hmm. And from thinking and seeing you around, how old are you? 25. 25. And you are getting married soon, right? I'm getting married on October 11th. 
Okay, so that's young to mm-hmm. be getting married. And we had talks about old school traditional values. Mm-hmm. Um, and people in your generation, I mean, even in, in our age, in our 30s, there aren't many people that kind of go back to those traditional values of like morals, values, loyalty, all that kind of stuff. And you're a 25-year-old guy who you told me you're like 1955. I act like I'm 57 in a 25-year-old <laughs> body, practically. Um, I'm very traditional, uh, very traditional values. Uh, I model myself after my parents and my grandparents, very traditional, old school, uh, you know, grow up, you know, do the right thing, you know, get married and then, you know, have children and the whole nuclear family. I'm a big fan. Uh, so that's what I'm kind of modeling myself after them. Yeah, and, and your friends are not like that, right? No, not so much. Um, you know, uh, some of them are, some aren't. It's it's kind of a mixed bag. So you are you finding yourself kind of alone in your in your age group with how you feel about relationships? And uh, somewhat, and but my fiance uh, is very similar to me. She's very traditional in, in a sense, um, where she believes in the nuclear family, getting married young, and and you know, kind of growing from there. So do you feel you're missing out on your like, you know? I mean, at, the, at 25, guys are like not even thinking about these kind of things. I know, a little things, bit. Right? Sometimes Steve, you're not about thinking it. about I, it. Well, I'm only 22, but... You're not thinking about it. Come on. It's crossed my mind, but I'm what? not thinking seriously about it. Yeah. I have a long way to go before marriage, let's be real. Yeah. So you're not... I mean, for, for Carl here, isn't it kind of surprising that he feels this way at 25? Uh, not really, because I'm hearing, you know... I'm, I actually applaud him. You know, if you feel right yeah. with that person that young, go for it. And the whole nuclear family, I'm the same way. It's all about the family unit and... and in the old traditional way and that maybe that's just who i am that's who you are we're the same but you know what i like it kudos absolutely thank yeah. you and I, I mean I, that's why i brought you on because i really got to talk to you and admire how you think and how you feel you don't find a lot of young people like that these days oh especially no, with the so hookup much. culture yeah everyone's yeah. more into like seeing who they can get with at the bar the next night than right. really settling down and the instant gratification like if something's not if you're not on that chemical high because, you know, every relationship, when you first start off, you have that chemical rush, that chemical high, and then that kind of wears off. Phase. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, I'm not feeling it anymore. So they kind of jump ship. And you're kind of like, you've stayed, you've stayed in this. Right, right. And I kind of had this mindset since I was like a teenager. I was like 15. I was like, you know, I'd like to, you know, be a homeowner and be married by like my mid-20s. And wow. that's exactly what happened. I just kind of just <laughs> stuck with that and just worked hard and, you know, and... Happen to luckily find the per- the right person in, in the mix, and uh, and it all kind of worked out. And you got the, the monogram ring, fell, uh, as they did. So you got the monogram ring with your oh yes, on actually it? I don't have it today, oh, but yes, traditionally yes, classic. I have my my bracelet, my ring, and you know, I, you know yeah, I, you, yeah, you look like a seriously. I look like a salesman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have a but I'm a, not I'm not like that. You pulled out some tricks on this girl, and you wanted to tell me about your romantic stories that, that you had. I did. Uh, so like, tell me. I love to be creative, and the way we met, uh, we met in college. Uh, it was a summer class. Uh, by chance, I actually almost did not take that class. I was going to take an online one, kind of keep it life of the summer a couple of years ago. And uh, so you know, not I, coincidence, man. Like, yeah, like yeah. something was driving you there. Something was, and I'm like, you know, I'll just go in. It's one of the more difficult classes. I'll do it in the summer. It's the only thing I have to focus on. Um, so I'll go into class and happen. You know, I did, and it was a night class. So I took it. And one of the girls that sat at the table next to me happened to be my now fiance, soon to be wife. You know, we took a couple of classes, uh, a couple. Of, we had a couple of tests and um, a couple of projects, and you know, I happened to reach out to her and um, add her on Facebook or something like that. She reached back out, asked how I did on the test. Wow, and then, you guys uh, are like study buddies. And then I, I just, you know, I kind of found her attractive, and you know, she was nice. And I, just, I just sent her. I said, "Hey, if you ever want to study sometime, I sent her my <laughs> phone number. I sent her my phone <laughs> number and a message. The line, Carl, Carl, yeah. that's said, your way you, in. My line was, if you uh, want to study, study sometime. <laughs> you know, if you want to study, see my CD collection. If you want to study or something sometime here's my phone number what was the or something like and then, date 
Uh-huh. Well, Something like that, because okay. I figured, you know what? And then um, we're both kind of shy at first, like those kind of people. And then we connected, and then uh, we ended up studying, and then we had coffee, and then <laughs> coffee led to dinner, Coffee dinner led to a movie, and then, you know, the next, next thing you know, I knew I wanted to ask her to take this to the next level in the relationship, you know, be, mm-hmm. my, be my girlfriend. Okay, and so you said you had a story about this. I did. Our first date, we went to uh, P.F. Chang's. We both love Chinese food, and we're you know laughing about something there at dinner, and we're talking about it. So I thought I thought of a creative way to kind of ask her to be my girlfriend, uh, since she's very creative, as I, am I. You're um, creative? I, 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 I cannot see that. Really? No, you seem like a very inside-the-box sort of guy. Right. Well, maybe you'll be Are you going to surprise me? Okay. Uh, maybe maybe I'll right, surprise you with a couple different uh, things. Uh, maybe, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Going from the monogram ring to a surprise at a Chinese uh, restaurant. Uh, I am in. <laughs> Tell it. me, Carl. Okay, so what I did was, uh, since I thought, you know, let's kind of relate to our first date, the Chinese restaurant. So I went to the local place around the corner from my house. I got a bag of Chinese, uh, the fortune cookies, and I figured, all right, I'm going to probably mess a lot of these up. You found them. a fortune cookie wholesaler? I did. Well, <laughs> no, I went there, and then I actually paid with my uh, debit card, and they weren't happy because, you know, it's like, what is it? They have to like, take two or three percent on like a two dollar bag of fortune cookies or something like that. So they weren't too happy with me, which I apologize. Um, so I bought a bag, a bunch of them. Of course, I broke a bunch of them. So what I did was I, uh, I removed so I, somehow with a pair of tweezers, removed the fortune from a cookie. I went on uh, the computer, typed in you know size two font. You know, will you be my girlfriend? In that little blue font, and cut it out in a little rectangle. Oh and God. I folded it up with a pair of tweezers and I reinserted it back into the cookie. Like this is like, like cookie you know, surgery. This is like, like open, surgically. open heart surgery here. <laughs> for a, those cookies are hard. They are. It was very difficult. And again, that's why I had to get a bunch of them because for you know trial and error kind of thing. So I reinserted it back into the cookie, and then I you know very uh, strategically resealed the bag behind the flap so it didn't look like it was tampered with. Um, so I made her find it in my car. Um, one night we were hanging out uh, after class and I was like so nervous. I'm like, oh, this is going to happen tonight. <laughs> or it's not going to happen. I don't know what's, you know, what's going to happen. So, um, so you, you know, weren't at a Chinese restaurant when this happened. No, this is, okay. this is after the fact. And then um, we were after class when I was like, this whole plan and everything was, was going to be great. You know, we were getting ready to leave the parking lot, and I, you know, I had her find this cookie in my car, and I said, oh, "I said, I oh, want you open that. Uh, it would be maybe it'll bring us both good luck." And I think I kind of gave away with that. She's like, yeah. "Yeah, I think you had. Yeah, I was up to something when you said it'll bring us both good luck." Um, <laughs> so she opens up, and it says, "Will you be my girlfriend?" And she said, "Yes," and jumped in my arms, and you know, that's that's kind of where we all did. Got you get started a smooch? I got a smooch. Oh, I got wow. a couple of smooches. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Carl, I had, uh, I, had my, I had my Firebird convertible at the time. Woo! It was probably so I put my roof down. I'm yeah! like yelling as Damn. I'm going down the the Damn. highway. I was, I was having it's a, a blast. It was, it was a good night. I called everybody. I'm like, yeah. You called everybody. I called like my parents and, and my friends and all that. I'm like, yeah. Mom, she said yes. You never believe it. And what did your parents? Did you say, listen, I just surgically inserted. Oh, they helped something. me. They helped me do it. They, oh, they helped that, me. Your parents helped you. With they the helped my cookie. mom. Helped. She's, she's like my mom's one of my best friends. My mom and dad are literally my best friends uh, in a sense. So they they help always help me with you know whatever love scheme I'm up to. Wow, I yeah. had no. I like I am shocked. Like. It's hard to take me off guard, but you having a love scheme <laughs> and inserting things into fortune cookies, I just didn't think you, I didn't, I didn't oh, peg you as yeah. that type of guy. Uh, uh, well, wait till you get to the engagement story. Okay, well, go for it. How, where, where, where are we at? Now, we still got some time. All right. Are minutes. you impressed by this? I am extremely, I sucked at the game Operation as a child. So oh, to, Operation! To, so to get a, a little piece of paper out of a fragile cookie, yeah. that would have taken me at least it was, 20 bags. It, it, it was it was a challenge, but you know what? Did you if play you Operation? Enough, 
I did. I did when I was younger. Did we and I still have it? I think my basement somewhere behind all the other stuff I have in there. Uh, but I did play it, and I think I was pretty good at it. And, you know, apparently, I guess 20 years later, it worked out well. You know, never I, thought uh, that skill would come back, right? I hopped no. in to, you know, make my, you know, my, my pitch to her to be my girlfriend, my pitch. Well, I'm in sales language now. I'm uh, horrible at operations, so I couldn't do that. Yeah. But, but it, yeah. No, it worked out well and, you know, very smooth. Yeah, okay. that 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 is slick. Yeah, I, yeah. I, she was happy. I, I was happy. We're all happy. Everybody's happy. How did you, how did you get the engagement ring in the fortune cookie? Uh, I, didn't no, no. I didn't do that. Didn't do that because that is, that's you know a little little yeah sad. that wasn't gonna work. So what I did was um, she are we going Chris, into the engagement story now? We'll go to the engagement story oh, oh, if you guys have enough time for me. Yeah, we have enough time. So Dell, I want to get to you for a second. Did you expect Carl to be this type of guy? No, that that was smooth. That was smooth, and I didn't picture you with the uh, Firebird, uh, you know, yeah. little, little yeah. white snake playing with the top down. Well, I'm, uh, you know, I'm all over the place a little bit. <laughs> Do you got a little I'm like a buffet. I'm a little, like, a little bit of everything. I'm like a hybrid, you know. And you're an Aries too, right? I am March. Yeah. See. So yeah, we're Aries the same. Fire. March yeah. 22nd mm-hmm. is my birthday. I, I don't see you being fiery. Do you have a temper? Do you have a... Um, I try not to. Sometimes I do, it but I try out. to kind of keep it to myself a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, when I'm at work and I'm in front of other people, I, I completely turn it off and I'm, you know, obviously the most positive guy in the room. But, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes when I self, I, I do, you know, put my... I, I'm very hard on myself to make it easy for you. Yeah. All right. So tell me about your engagement story. What'd you do? Sure. Uh, so fast forward uh, two and a half years or so. Um, she loves Christmas, and we we're so I thought of the idea. All right, I'm going to ask her. We're going to New York. I'm going to ask her there. So I, I had the plan. I was going to get Broadway tickets and a room, and we'll make that an early Christmas present. It's December first. So um, I booked a room and I buy tickets to see Elf, the play in New York, and then uh, Elf or Alf? Elf. Like okay. the, <laughs> no, not the '70s sitcom. <laughs> the, the Hol- I'm like, that's awesome. You're going to go see Alf on Broadway? That would be awesome. I would enjoy that because I'm, I'm a big fan of classic TV hits. Do you and all like that? Tell you like Alf? <laughs> yeah, but like, you can obviously <laughs> tell the age difference here because. <laughs> I know. If Alf comes to Broadway, let me know. Send me an email, text it. You know whatever, what? What know. was Alf? Alf was so ugly. I don't know. I mean, he just, was a being he, from beyond. He was a fuzzy blob. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Anyway, I'll go, I'll go I know with Fraggle Alf. Rock. Yeah, Fraggle Rock. Go ahead, Carl. Yes, the, the the movie, the play was based off the Will Ferrell holiday movie uh, Elf. Uh, so she loves that movie. So I got tickets to see it on Broadway. So we get there, and you know that was the, how I hooked her into going to the city, and she's all excited. So we get there, and we get to the tree, and then we get there's like a thousand people around. She's like, "Oh, let's come back later." And I had the ring in my pocket at the time, uh, which I bought in October, so it was like eating away at me. I had to just ask her at this point. It's two months later, uh, I, I think October third, I bought it. So it's December first. So then uh, we get there. There's a thousand people. She's like, "Oh, let's just come back another." I'm like, "No, we have to go to the tree." Like this is my whole plan. <laughs> so here. you sounded like a psycho. So, uh, a little bit, not yeah. not so much. I'm like, ah, oh, come on, I really want to see the tree. And she's probably like, why does he really care that much? <laughs> yeah. So we get there, and then um, we get under the tree, and then I uh, ask her to look up and uh, make a Christmas wish. So she does, uh, she's like, well, well, really? I'm like, come on, just just do it. So she did, she looked up, she wished for health, love, and happiness. And then uh, at that point, I'm down on my knee, and I asked her, you know, I said, you have my heart, will you be my you know, wife, will you marry me? And she's like... Are you serious? And then she said yes. And then she said, uh, I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> oh, God. Wow, Carl. Good for you. So it all went well. Yeah, absolutely. And you it, guys it all are, out. you just bought a house. Just bought a yeah, condo yeah. nearby. And then. And, um, and you guys are doing it the old school way. You're not moving in until. Yeah, we're moving in after the wedding, okay. which is next month. So we're still kind of renovating and everything, getting Good. everything cleaned up. And then um, 
yeah, we'll be all set to go after that. Good. We'll have to check back in with you when uh, when you're married, see how married yeah. life is going for you. Absolutely. Look forward to it. All right. I'm, I'm happy you came on to share your stories. No, I, I really it. I had a lot of fun. took me off guard a little bit. I'm really excited about uh, our next guest. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Um, He's another sales guy that I plucked off the floor and said, hey, you're coming on the show. So Dan Bershad, is yeah, that how you... Bershad, you've got Bershad it. is here. And we ended up talking again about some business stuff and it led to another conversation, which I was like, this guy is gold to bring oh, on the show. There you go. So I just, I, just, I just took it up a notch and complimented you. So here we are, all of us together. Yeah. It's like an awesome day. It's it's Saturday for God's sakes. It's not Friday. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. I you know Finally. sometimes my days get mixed yeah. up. But if you're out shopping and you want to hear about relationships, because a lot of you out there, you know, a lot of people worry about getting into relationships, but then a lot of people want to get out too mm-hmm. that are in relationships that aren't happy. So what's worse, not being in one or being in one that where you're lonely and and you're not getting what you need? I'd say it's that. It's being in a relationship that you're not happy with. Yeah. And not knowing how to get out. And so many people have that goal. I've, I've been there before and you feel trapped. Yeah. And you don't like it. And there's guilt. And there's, you know, what do I do? I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. And then there's, oh, there's there's Easter that comes up. And then there's uh And then she transfers day. to your college. So then you feel like you're <laughs> stuck with her. Yeah, yeah. But then as soon uh, wow. as the semester ends, you dump her. Is that what happened to you? Maybe. Yes. She transferred to your college to date you? That's a whole nother show. Trust oh me. Oh, my God. <laughs> you must say, I mean, there must be something about you to make somebody move to your college. Were you thinking she was like a stalker or something? No, I mean, we, we were dating already. It was a, a high school relationship that went into college and oh. then went our separate ways. And then she came my way. And I even said, no, don't do it. You're going to regret it. Don't do it. And she did it. <laughs> well, sorry to hear that. So like didn't said, work that's out. for another day. Okay. So, Dan, yeah. here you are. I've had guests on the show last couple of weeks, and they're telling me this one guy comes on. He is sure to tell me that 95% of men cheat. Is that true? That seems really high. Um, I, I highly doubt that, but I always like to say if 95% of all men are cheating, then 95% of all women must be cheating too. I, you has, know, how do you, what are you cheating with? <laughs> I have to tell you that I, my, most of my client base are women, Yep. and the cheating stories I hear are pretty bad. They are, eh? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, I, I still think that's very high. I mean, yeah. like divorce rate is high. There's no question. It's like over 50%. But not if we were at 95% cheating levels, we'd be seeing divorce rates at 80%. Right. I mean, they, right. Don't all, they trail the actual divorce, cheating trails the divorce rate. And obviously, I mean, the other way around, I should say, divorce rate trails the cheating. But that just seems way high. And I, and I highly doubt that's even close. Okay, so you are a happily married man, correct? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. How 23, you... Almost 23 years. Wow. And you can say with honesty mm-hmm. and with certainty that you are not a cheating man. I am not a cheating man. And you have not had, ten... you've had obviously opportunities or temptations of women hitting on you, I'm sure, over the years. Well, over the years, women, you know, it's, 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 it happens. People tend to flirt. It doesn't really do a lot for me, though. It's, I guess it, maybe I'm different, but I just feel that it's, it's fun. It's entertaining. It's, uh, it's, um, it feels good. It's nice. Everyone likes to be appreciated, but uh, hasn't pushed me in that direction. And I, look, I have, I have a lot of friends as well and that I know really well. And I would know if there was something going on like that, too. And I don't really know that many that are cheating. So back to the statistics of 95 percent, I would say if I know people that cheat, it's probably about 20 percent of my database of people that I know of, you know, well. OK, so you feel that there are men out there who don't. Oh, many. 
Okay. But you feel that if the relationship <laughs> is not where it needs to be, this this could open the door for emotional connections to happen, physical connections to happen. Yep. I know you have some tips for our listeners because you are happily married. So we assume you're an expert in this. Oh, there you go. I'm not. Um, so you actually put together a nice little outline for this show on what uh, is this what women could do or what men could do too? Is this is this it, is it like to use a cliche? Yeah, it's a two way street. But I'm going to take the male's point of view okay. on this one because you know. Well, we have two other men in the studio, so you guys could pipe in too if you disagree or agree. I would love to hear what you guys have to say. All right, so, so let's go. All right, so for example, you're married, and uh, again, this is a male point of view. Believe it or not, men want to be appreciated too, and I think that's the first thing that sort of eats away at the fabric of a relationship is when one partner doesn't feel appreciated. What I see, I see this a lot, and what I see is, for example, women, again, male point of view, women will be, de- the wives will get together and they'll, ha- they'll do talking and they'll be goo goo guying over this guy. Oh, he's so gorgeous, or this actor on such and such show is gorgeous. And you hear it over and over. This person, that person, but they never say it about their husbands. Mm. Okay, so you have to ask your question, what's, what's that all about? You, are you starting to take that person for granted? So the husband, they're, they're going to fool you sometimes by saying, the public, by saying, oh, it's okay, I'm secure, I know my wife is, uh, you know, loves me, whatever. That's fine to a point, but they're human beings, they're emotional. Inside, you have no idea what might be going on in their mind. The, you know, the brain's very private, okay? So, well, that's I don't f- think that's right in general to be pointing out, some, like, if you're with somebody, like, oh, this person's, like, hot. That's just disrespectful, I think. I, I remember um, uh, the, Who the movie. Who wants to hear that? I know? remember the movie, uh, what was it, Sex and the City, when yeah. it first came out, and, oh, the, or no, better yet, uh, Magic Mike. Yeah, Magic Mike. Okay, that I'm movie was great. I like. I actually like that movie. I did. There were some women. Look, my wife went out with her friends to see it, but only because they were going to see it, and it was just humorous to her. It was, yeah. But I'm telling you, some of the women were like, "They, they this is what the movie they've been waiting for." Like they, they want you to like dress up like that and start doing yeah, that. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, this was a, the movie they've been waiting for. They can't wait to see it. Oh, so and so. I forget the actors' names are are so um gorgeous, etc. But. How does that make their husbands feel like, you know, they have to go there and get this excitement? I understand some of the men do that on the other side, but I'm again, I'm talking to male point of view. It, it, it's not a very pleasant experience to hear a lot of married women saying that. So the first question is, is there something wrong inside the uh, home there or in the bedroom or whatever? What are your other tips for women to keep their marriage alive, to keep the fire brewing with their husbands? Right. No problem. It, this, happy husband. Right. Happy husband. This, it, it sounds cliche, but look nice for your husband. I've seen so many women, you know, greet their husbands, like, for example, at the train station, and they're coming in on their suits. And I know they've had long days, the women, but they're there with sweats and disheveled, no makeup. It's like, really? Come on. I mean, every day there's like nothing going on. So it, it's another way that I could turn a husband away after a while saying they really don't respect me. They really don't care how I, they look to me. So therefore, what, what should I do next? Stop hovering over the children. We're, you know, we're in a world now of minivan parents, and if you're never going <laughs> to yes. give yourself, if you're never going to give yourself that time and say, "Hey, it's more important that my husband and I go out," if you're a f- woman, that is, of course, uh, on a on a Saturday night, then uh, then you're going to have problems down the marriage after a while too, because once they uh, the kids get up, go out of co- get go to college, etc. The um, some of these parents don't know what to do with each other because they've spent too much time hovering over their children and they forget about themselves over time. Think about that. Over 15 years, 20 years of doing that. So do you still have a date night, Dan? We always go out on weekends, uh, okay. my wife and I, with, with people or just ourselves, but we're always out. Our, you know, That's the beauty of it. Okay. For, for women, lighten up on those Yahoo girl nights out. <laughs> I mean, it happens all, all the time. And it's, it's again, it goes back to that movie Magic, Magic Mike. It's like those kind of nights out. After a while, it's like, really? Is it that? Do you need to? It's like if you have the other gender with you, is it going to be a problem? Guys go out sometimes too, but they talk. I'm telling you, I've been there. They talk a lot less about the women other women than what women do because I've heard the stories that what women like to talk about. I have to interject because 
I've had a lot of guy friends over the years, and I've seen the married men that went out and disgusting the way they talked. It, it was it, really disgusting yeah. to me with if their wives ever heard them about what the, how they talked about other women when their wives weren't there versus when their wives or girlfriends were there, how they would act. They would act totally different <clears throat> when their girlfriend was in the room or their wife than they were when they're out their friends. It's disgusting. And, and, and you're right. There are a lot of men that will go to the gutter with that. Well, I'm just talking about, well, I've just seen in, in, the, in, my, in the world that I live yeah. in, it seems to me that the guys will go out, it, there's a lot less discussion about the other sex, but more about, other things in general, but when they when the ladies go out, you hear the conversations or you hear about the conversations like I would do such and such. or I like that guy, etc. So I would lighten up on, you know, just a little bit or ha- trying to change that up a little bit. So those are some. some How do you key- keep a man happy in, in a marriage over the course of time? Because obviously the, the, you know, that first honeymoon phase is going to wear off. How do you keep. How do you keep your man happy? The way to his man's happiness is through his stomach, they always say. But that's just being silly. But but I'm telling really? you. I, no, well, there is something to be said. I love uh, love great food. But I think it really is. It comes to the end of the day. It's just tell your husband how much you, you not only love him, but how gorgeous they are to you. All the things that they may fear that you might be looking elsewhere for. And you might not know it. Like I said, many men just hold that back. It's a mm-hmm. macho thing. Like they I don't guess. have their needs. They don't have right. anything they need. But I'm need. saying, yeah, but let's, I'm being realistic and say just open up about it and um, be fair. That's all. Just make it a symbiotic relationship and not this, you know, everybody on the external side is more interesting to me than my own spouse. So with with men that do cheat, sometimes it's emotional reasons. They're not getting that attention. Correct. I mean, you know men what do, I mean? Yeah, you're right. There like are some, compliments, praise, appreci- appreciation, <laughs> respect, not looking good for them anymore. We've right. seen that over the course of the last couple of weeks. And I can't believe how important I've heard that it is because we don't know that. It, so. it really is. At the end of the day, it really is. I mean, there are clearly some men that have other issues and that's what you have other psychological, you know, the rapists out there, horrible people. But look, the normal male is uh, needs that. That's why they get married. They, they respect it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dan, for coming on. Thank you, Steve, for producing today. You did a great job. Thank you. And you know what? I learned a lot. I did, too. It, it, it Dan might... did a great job. Yeah, absolutely. Del, thank you for being here. You know what? Thank you. And uh, Dan is right. Uh, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. So uh, right, and I was start a great cooking. Cook. Start I cooking. I do cook. Come on. I'm hungry. <laughs> all the time. I cook for you all the time. All right. So we are done, and we will be back next week on Intuitate Radio. So see you next week. 